This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to be with you today here on American Family Radio. Once again, this is Exposing Washington. A couple big announcements this uh, past week on Thursday night, the 29th of April. We debuted or premiered our latest AFA at Home uh, episode. This episode of AFA at Home, we're discussing spiritual warfare. I'll be the host. I am the host since it's already premiered. I am the host of this episode two uh, of AFA at Home with the subject being discussed of spiritual warfare. And we have some great guests uh, that are on the program Mickey Addison, uh, which is heard, she's heard on American Family Radio, Ed Vitagliano, Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council, Jeff Shreve, pastor of First Baptist Church in Texarkana, Texas, Bert Harper of Exploring the Word, E.W. Jackson, who is also heard on American Family Radio. So we have uh, several great panelists or guests talking about what the Scripture says, what the Bible says about spiritual warfare and how the believer can be better prepared to engage in battle uh, for, for the soul of our families and our country. And so go to afa.net to watch that. It's up and available right now for free by just simply going to afa.net, which is our main website. And there on the home page at the top, you'll see a link for the AFA at Home video you can watch. It's about an hour long two segments we talk about spiritual warfare go there check it out at afa.net another uh, announcement i want to make is beginning next week on may 8th nearly the same time that we air this program except for about 30 minutes later at 3 p.m central i'm going to begin a show called afa at the core afa at the core. It's going to be a one-hour show that airs each Saturday at 3 p.m. Central, and we're going to focus on the core values of AFA, the core values of American Family Association, and so we'll have guests on each week to address an issue related to one of the core values of American Family Association, and so tune in for that beginning next week at 3 p.m. on May 8th to Saturday. And that show, uh, this new show, AFA at the Core, will replace Exposing Washington. So we'll cover some of the same topics as we do on this show, except for it'll be a little bit longer, and we'll have guests on every week to get their feedback and their thoughts on the issues of the day when it comes to the core values of American Family Association. So that's just a couple of announcements. Heading into the news of the week, we had a pretty busy news week. We had the State of the Union 
some are not even calling it a State of the Union, but we had a speech by President Biden at the Capitol, and this was a really a national embarrassment of a speech for multiple reasons, but one of the reasons is not all members of Congress were able to attend. Only about 200 individuals were able to attend. And this is um, because the Biden administration refuses to let go of the COVID pandemic, despite the fact that from all practical purposes, from all, all the data, uh, the COVID pandemic is, is virtually gone. It's, it's gone. The numbers are down drastically across the country. Millions are vaccinated, but Joe Biden is still wearing his mask outside with no one around. He's still wearing his mask on Zoom calls when he's in a room by himself. So this is all about virtue signaling. This is about continuing the pandemic so you can continue to justify the radical actions of the Biden administration. And so that's what they did with this State of the Union, with this speech, is they continued uh, the panic. They continued the fear-mongering and continued the virtue signaling. And so we're going to preview that speech from President Biden, and we're going to play some clips from the Republican, Republican response, which was led by Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. Jumping right into these clips, uh, we're going to play we got six, six clips for the show, so we're going to run through these. This is the president, Joe Biden, talking about his jobs plan and, and how it is geared towards Buy American. Clip one, let's listen. American jobs plan is going to create millions of good-paying jobs, jobs Americans can raise a family on, as my dad would then say, with a little breathing room. And all the investments in the American job plan will be guided by one principle, Buy American. Buy American. Well, there you have it. That is that is the, that is Joe Biden talking about his jobs plan. And the one thing I wanted to point out there is that number one, uh, two things I want to point out. Then number one, the the number that the president is claiming, the number of jobs that the president is claiming his plan is going to create is fully deceiving, is very deceiving, because let's remember, remember the shovel-ready jobs that President Obama pushed? I think it was over a, a, a trillion dollars, uh, or sev- several billion dollars, at least, under the, Biden, under the Obama administration of shovel-ready jobs, infrastructure, right? Well, no one knows where, the, where that money went. Where are those jobs? <laughs> that the Obama administration claimed to have created. The same thing is true with this, except for even to a further extent, because we're not talking billions now like we were under Obama. Now we're talking trillions. Trillions of dollars, and these are not true jobs. That's what's deceiving about this. At best, these are temporary jobs. At best, these are temporary jobs. And as we see with government, the government is extremely good at it, be, it being extremely inefficient. And that's a little bit of an oxymoron there, but the government is very good at being very inefficient. <laughs> they don't know how to run and spend money efficiently. They are known for their wasteful spending. We don't need the government 
passing another $2 trillion bill. And when you look at the actual breakdown of this so-called jobs plan or infrastructure plan, only about, I don't know, maybe 10% of it goes to actual infrastructure. The rest of it goes to other left-wing wish items, wish list items. So the American jobs plan that Joe Biden is pitching will actually not create as many jobs as they claim it will. It definitely will not create as many jobs as the private sector will. If you just let the private sector work and let the free market work. Clip two, this is uh, Joe Biden. He's talking about the Constitution. And guess what he said? No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Clip two, let's listen. I don't want to become confrontational, but we need more Senate Republicans to join the overall majority of Democratic colleagues and close the loopholes required in background check purchases of guns. We need a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. And don't tell me it can't be done. We did it before and it worked. Talk to most responsible gun owners and hunters. They'll tell you there's no possible justification for having 100 rounds in a weapon. What do you think, deer wearing Kevlar vests? And what's, they'll tell you that there are too many people today who are able to buy a gun, but shouldn't be able to buy a gun. These kinds of reasonable reforms have overwhelming support from the American people, including many gun owners. The country supports reform, and Congress should act. This shouldn't be a red or blue issue. And no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Well, that sure does sound virtuous. It sure does sound good, right? But (laughs) the problem with that way of thinking, the way of thinking that says no amendment to the Constitution is absolute, that is a dangerous way of thinking. Because let's just bounce off the Second Amendment for a few minutes. And let's talk about the other amendments to the Constitution. Let's talk about the amendment to the Constitution that abolished slavery. Let's talk about the amendment to the Constitution that prevents unauthorized searches and seizures of private property. Let's talk about the amendment to the Constitution that allowed women the right to vote. So if you apply that logic that Joe Biden is applying to the Second Amendment, then what Joe Biden is saying is that, well, there's no absolute right for women to vote. There's no absolute right for minorities to vote. There's no absolute right to freedom of religion. After all, it's all subjective, right? Whatever the government says, that's what goes. That's what the truth of the day is. See, this is the fundamental problem with the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party, they have no set core value system beyond government is God. That is their set value system. Government is God. Government does it all. Government is the ultimate 
arbiter of your rights. So in a sense, they actually do have a set value system. It's just a set wrong value system. On the other hand, Christians believe that there is a set value system, and it's God's Word, it's Scripture, it's natural law, which is why our, what our country was founded on. When you read our founding documents, when you read the Constitution, it was all founded on a Judeo-Christian value system, on a biblical value system, that all men and women are created equal created in the image of God. But you see here, the Democrats don't believe that. And that's what, we, that's what I'm warning the American people about. When you don't have, when you don't believe in God, when all you believe in is government, and government is God, that is a dangerous place to be. Because there are no boundaries. You can do, government can do whatever it wants as long as it furthers the mission of government. So it may be Christians who are having their rights trampled on as we speak in America. But in 20 years, what if it's the left that is having their rights trampled on in America? That's what's so important about having absolute constitutional rights is that it protects everyone. It even protects those in which we disagree with. So the Constitution is absolute. The Constitution is absolute, despite what Joe Biden says. This is another... This is another whopper here. This is clip three. Joe Biden telling us that we the people is the government. Clip three, let's listen. Our Constitution opens with the words, as trite as it sounds, we the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. You and I. Not some force in a distant capital. Not some powerful force that we have no control over. It's us. It's we the people. Well... That's news to me. We the people is the government, Joe Biden says. We the people are the government. I don't know about you, but that is, that is bad news for America, bad breaking news for the American people, that we the people is the government. No, Joe Biden. We the people are the citizens of America. We the people are the voters of America. We the people are the bosses of government. We are in charge of government. We elect who runs the country. And that is a key principle of our founding documents that the people of America, the citizens, run the government, not vice versa, like it is in other countries, in totalitarian author totalitarian regimes. The good news is that 
Joe Biden wasn't the last one to speak that night. We actually had Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina provide the response to Joe Biden's agenda and his speech. And before I move on to Senator Tim Scott, the the Democrats are they're really having a fight inside the party about how much money they can spend. Because some people say we should spend two trillions on two trillion on infrastructure, even though nine percent of it actually goes to infrastructure. We should spend two trillion dollars. I read an article this past week where another Democrat said two trillion's not enough. We've got to go farther. We've got to spend more. It is as if the Democrats are trying to run this train being the American economy, right off the tracks. It's like the the person running the train engine, speeding it up, speeding it up, making it go faster and faster and faster, knowing it's going too fast. And that explains our economy right now. We've pumped, our government has, has printed trillions of dollars within the past year into the economy and created this massive demand for consumer products. Meanwhile, our government is incentivizing unemployment by paying people more to stay home than they can make from going to work. This recipe is eerily similar to 06-07 before the housing market crashed. And it is as if, like I mentioned, the Democrats want this economy to go off track. Why? Why would they want that, Walker? How can you put that on them? How can you dare say that the Democrats want the economy to crash. Well, if we look in modern history, the Democrats, and this some Republicans too, they actually thrive off of a crisis. They thrive when people hurt. Why? Because after all, government is God. They step in during a disaster, even a self-inflicted disaster, They step in, the government steps in and says, I'm here to help. And then, boom, automatically, before you know it, they got more control over your life. I'm going to move on to clip four here. This is Senator Tim Scott talking about how schools should have been opened months ago. Clip four, let's listen. Our public schools should have reopened months ago. Other countries did. Private and religious schools did. Science has shown for months that schools are safe. But too often, powerful grown-ups set science aside, and kids like me were left behind. Well, there you have it. That's Senator Tim Scott saying that schools should have been opened months ago. And at this point... 
at this point, there is no science, there is no truth justification behind keeping schools closed down. And even we, we knew this, the, the American public, the policymakers, the lawmakers, they knew this nine to ten months ago, if not longer. That kids are not at risk when it comes to the coronavirus. Kids are largely not at risk. They're actually the safest. They're in the lowest risk category. They're in the low risk category. Extremely low risk. But the Democrats, the teachers' unions, they've all demanded keep the schools shut down without any rhyme or reason. And Senator Tim Scott say, they're saying that is hurting kids day after day. And remember, just a month ago, the Democrats passed that massive spending bill that actually gave money to schools and teachers unions without any stipulation that they reopen. This is all at the hands and at the leadership of the Democrat Party. I'm going to play clip five here. This is Senator Tim Scott talking about, well, we need more choice and opportunities and less government. Clip five, let's listen. Tonight, we also heard about a so-called family plan. Even more taxing, even more spending, to put Washington even more in the middle of your life, from the cradle to college. The beauty of the American dream is that families get to define it for themselves. We should be expanding opportunities and options for all families, not throwing money at certain issues because Democrats think they know best. Well, there you have it. Senator Tim Scott says we need, America needs more choice and more opportunities, not more government. And see, that's what's so off about the plans that the Democrat Party has is all of their agenda and their plans are centered around government doing more and people, the American people, having to do less. You know, the great thing, and Senator Tim Scott was hinting at this, talking about this, the great thing about America is if the government will just get out of the way and ensure that all people have equal access to opportunities, then the American people can thrive. The American system is set up to where people can start at the bottom and climb their way to the top with hard work. Government wants us all equal in all respects. 
No matter how hard we work or how little we work, government wants to force us to be all equal no matter how hard you work or how little someone else works. This is socialism. This is communism. And it's, it's still astonishing two months later, three months later, to believe, to think, that Joe Biden got more votes than Donald Trump. Because when you look at the ratings, the approval rating of President Biden, when you look at how few people watched his State of the Union, his speech, it makes it nearly unbelievable that he got 80 million votes. That he got 80 million votes votes on that note there is some good news Republican legislatures across the country are passing election integrity election reform bills laws across the country Florida just passed one several other states have passed similar legislation all aimed at filling in, closing the loopholes that the Democrat Party apparatus used in 2020 to take the election. Georgia passed a bill, a very good bill. Florida is passing it. Several other states have passed similar legislation. And it's really an admission of guilt when the Democrat Party apparatus is going ballistic over these bills, over these laws. Why would they be upset at passing common sense voter ID laws? Well, because they used the loopholes last time to take the election. And if we close the loopholes like we are across the country, well, then guess what? The Democrats are going to have to try to find another loophole to win the election. They're going to have to try to find another way to skirt the rules to win the election. Exposing Washington, American Family Radio. Glad to have you join us today. Next week, we'll start the show AFA at the Core at 3 p.m. Central here on American Family Radio. It'll be taking the place of exposing Washington. We hope you'll tune in and hope you stay tuned to American Family Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.